What's happening, everybody? Am I choppy? I'm still choppy. Oh, man, this thing's just not going to work today. I don't know what's going on, guys. Oh, come on, clear up. Clear up. Ah, oh, it's just not... I, I'm going to have to go to StreamYard. It's just not going to work. It's just not working today. I'm going to have to reboot my computer, I think. Round two, it's just not working. It's just not working. <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, all right good lord man this is just so freaking dumb uh, yeah i don't think it's gonna clear up i think it's just all screwed up i don't have to restart everything it's all just messed up it's all just messed up it's all just completely messed up i don't know what the heck is happening here uh up 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 come on there you go clear up clear up Clear up, please. For the love of God, clear up. Nah, it's just gonna be still. Yeah, it's gonna be all choppy the whole time, isn't it? Yeah, <sighs> starting to work a little better, but I don't think it's gonna stick. Hold on. All right, we good? Come on. Maybe if I don't move around a lot, I don't know. Jeez, this is terrible. Terrible streaming going on right now. Jeez. Okay. Nobody move. Nobody freaking move, man. Let's see. Let me turn off. I think things are good. We're off. We're good. And we're, we're going good right now. Sorry for that. Nah, it's just... It's going to be choppy. God, man. I don't know what's going on with it. All right. Well, let's see. Let's turn off that music. My God. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Um, I'm probably going to have to restart the whole thing because it's just not working at all. It's like it starts to tease that it's going to work a little bit and then it just stops. All right, we good? I don't know. It's not going to stick. It's going to be horrible. I don't know. Ah, good Lord. Technology sucks. Technology sucks. Technology is not my friend a lot too either by the way so anyways all right uh, i think we're all right uh hopefully we're good sorry for the uh, rocky little like uh you know start of this whole thing i don't know what was happening like i said my mic was just not working at all just not working at all i don't know what was happening with it and then of course everything just kind of messed up now it just kind of messed up like a lot of the other stuff i don't know what happened but yeah we're good we're good, guys. I think we're going to be okay for now. I think it's finally caught up. We're good, as long as I don't make any sudden movements. Me make sudden movements? I would never do such things. I wouldn't make that. Okay, I think we're good. All right, well, hi, everybody. I'm not going to do the chat right now because, you know, we're already well into this thing, and the thing's already, all, you know, all just, yeah, just freaking messed up, man. I mean, I tell you what, jeez, talk about it, just... You know, if if you if you want to talk about this stream and the current uh, DC universe, oof. Ah, see, I didn't even have that on, so we're not. We're off to a bad start here. Off to a terrible start, my God. But anyways, anyways, yeah, it was it was China, like uh, like uh, like uh, Jose was saying right there. But anyways, guys, all right, let's just get everything started here. Uh, apologize again for the uh, the messy uh, intro right there, but let's just jump right into the tweets, huh? Let's just jump right into it and see what's going on in the tweet world. Oh, man. It's already getting choppy again. Fan-freaking-tastic. Ah, this is going to be a rough one, guys, and I apologize. I apologize for that. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Just deal with it. The audio hopefully is clear, but the video is just not going to be good. The video is just not going to be good today. That's all. So just, just kind of deal. Hopefully we'll deal with that. Anyway, speaking of China, that's right. China. We're talking about China. People talking about China in the super chat. That's right. The super chat. Uh, we got... You know, the, there's a lot of protesting happening in China, and actually protesters are also demanding 
about cinema freedom. If you saw this article right here from the Washington Post, Hollywood needs to do a better job of helping them achieve a real version of that goal by refusing to play ball with Chinese government. So you know how we always talk about that, especially with Marvel movies, especially with all the stuff where they try to cater to that when when they uh, decide not to not to play the movies over there in uh, China. So apparently that's part of the things that they're trying to go for, too, when it comes to the whole protesting that's happening over there. Really crazy creepy stuff that's happening over there when it comes to China. They need to lighten up a little bit. My God. <sighs> so anyways, and then uh, we got what? Ki Hu Kwan, Ki Hoi Kwan. I always say his name wrong, but you know, short round says after he quit acting due to lack of opportunities, he was embarrassed to admit how he missed it and would tell fans he preferred working behind the camera. I said so many times for so many years, I actually believed it. So Sucks that that's, that he's coming to the realization now, but hopefully he gets cast in more movies. That's what we hope for. This is a cool little drawing right here from uh, Boom Borks, Darkseid in uh, Superman. Alex Ross, of course, showing some, uh, you know, a cool little color scheme when it comes to Batman right there. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. And then, of course, uh, we have Brendan Fraser. I'm not going to play the video, but this is a cool one because if anybody hasn't seen Airheads, Watch Airheads. Classic movie. Love that movie. Airheads is great. So, um, yeah, Brendan Fraser was basically um, saying that, you know, when it comes to George of the Jungle, like um, he was deprived of, you know, of course, carbs and all that stuff. He forgot his ATM pin. And I love the fact that Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler was the one that interviewed him right there. So that's pretty cool. I like that. I definitely do like that. All right, what else we got here? Um, hey, Critics' Choice Award when it comes to Best Actor in Drama Series, Anthony Starr. That's right, Homelander. He won for Critics' Choice Award. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I found this uh, tweet very hilarious, and if anybody has seen Hereditary, you understand what exactly it means. It's pretty freaking funny right there. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. And then guess what, guys? Hey, Lead a Battle Angel sequel. John Landau says they've been talking to Robert Rodriguez about doing the sequel. Hopefully that comes to fruition. So it might happen. You know, people have been fighting for that. I know there's been a lot of campaigns for a sequel for that. So look at that. Might be happening. Might be happening. Uh, We can skip that. We got Wes Anderson's next film is Asteroid City, which releases on June 23rd in theaters. And look at this star-studded cast of Margot Robbie, Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Jeffrey Wright, Tilda Swinton, Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Adrian Brody, Maya Hawke, Steve Carell, Hung Chow, and Willie, uh, Willem Dafoe, and Tony uh, Revolveri. I don't know. Valvalery? I'm trying to remember who that is, but quite a cast. So that's good stuff right there. We got some promo stuff, old new promo for uh, the Batman right here. If you want to, uh, you know, do that, get some socks. Who wants to get some Batman socks? I do. I definitely do. Nothing wrong with that, right? All right, so let's move along here. I thought this was funny right here because, Mr. Clue, if you're out there in the chat, you uh, you uh, you put like, hey, you know, when it comes to AI art, you put Conan, but you put Conan O'Brien, the barbarian, and this is pretty hilarious. I just laughed. I laughed. I really laughed. <laughs> Creepy as all hell. This AI art stuff. I have yet to do it, but I'm probably going to utilize it maybe later, but my God, crazy. And then, yes, guys, Scott McClellan showing off his Watchmen his Watchmen movie uh, palette right here. Like I said, I've always uh, talked about these guys. Uh, they are kind of like a sponsor when it comes to my channel right now. Moviepalette.com. The link is provided down below if you need a last-minute gift idea for, of course, like a movie buff in your family or whatever. Get them the color palette of their favorite movie. Um, this is Scott right here. Of course, there's the look at how beautiful that is right there. The canvas is nice, but yes, that's all the color palette of Watchmen right there. So yes, use Junkie 15, all one word, for an extra 15% off your purchase. So do that. Do that. All right. Oh man, they deleted that. They deleted it. Oh no. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to probably do a sketch on that. Well, if you're wondering what what. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're wondering what was deleted from Variety, it was a stupid quote from Jennifer Lawrence. That's right. Jennifer Lawrence, she um, basically stated that, uh, you know, back in 2012 when she was doing Hunger Games, they said that, you know, there hasn't been ever a female lead in a action in an action movie. And I put, of course, my tweet was, wow, there's still people that think nothing came out before 2012 because there's been numerous female leads and action stars. But it's funny how Variety actually deleted that. They actually deleted that. So they got, it just got, I guess it got too crazy. I guess it got too crazy. And they're like, oh, we better delete that because it's a dumb quote. It was a dumb quote. And yes, Miss, uh, uh, yeah, when it comes to Saying that, I, I I'd like to give I'd like to give here. Hold on, let me go back. Whoa, geez, too many things happening. I tell you what, my technology is not on my side today. All right, so sorry about that. But anyways, so when it hap- what happened was, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence said that with her whole variety um, weird thing, and you know, I th- I'm sure you guys saw it and everything. And again, I apologize for the video, but uh, yeah, it was just, it was pretty crazy. And uh, anyways, let's move on. What am I even talking about? Uh, we got Margot Robbie right here. She apparently improvised her kissing scene with uh, Brad Pitt in the Babylon in Babylon because she wanted to kiss him. I'm sure this is exactly what her husband wants to hear right now. Pretty crazy. But yeah, Damien was like, well, she could wait, hold on. You just want to kiss Brad Pitt. Oh, so sue me. Yeah, who wouldn't want to kiss Brad Pitt right now? Not Angelina Jolie, I could tell you that much. Anyways, all right. And then we got uh, concept art for, uh, hey, look at that. Iron Strange right there. Look at that. They made a concept, and it looks pretty cool. It does look cool. Hey, look at this ornament right here. I would love, who, who would not love this ornament on their tree? A diehard ornament like that, that's pretty badass. And then we got some Funko Pops, of course, for Home Alone. I like that. That's pretty cool. And uh, James Cameron not giving a fuck. Check this out. I mean, with, with Avatar The Way of Water, Water and the first Avatar, the conversation often is about the advancement of VFX, the advancement of the technology you're using as a filmmaker. But I, I would the love- audience doesn't give a shit. I mean, with, with Avatar the way... The audience doesn't give a shit. It must be fun for uh, James Cameron to uh, to do these interviews because he hasn't really done big-time interviews like this. I mean, he's done interviews when it came to the Terminator sequels and whatnot, but he's just having fun right now when it comes to all this. He's just having all kinds of fun when it comes to that. Yeah, so... And then, uh, yeah, and then we got this right here. Last thing, Fear Jason, putting my head. Look at that. That's what I'd look like as a Batman action figure right there. Just saying. Looks pretty damn cool, right? I think it does. All right, so we're back. And, uh, oh, man. Struggles. The technology struggles. But I think we're going to be okay. Just uh, ignore the choppiness. Apologize again, guys. But uh, let's get right into it because... It's been crazy. It's been crazy today because, you know, at first, at first, the main topic was going to be about the Black Adam, you know, not losing money and the whole fact of the matter of like uh, the deadline article. But that's been moved over to the second topic because all of a sudden this uh, THR article came out and was like, oh, my God, look at this. A little bit of a shakeup. What's going on with the future of uh, the, the DC universe that's been. It's being, you know, the DC Bible, James Gunn, Peter Saffron. What's going on with that? And, uh, you know, when it comes to a lot of things, you know, Gunn's just coming in and, ooh, man, tell you what. And a lot of people are freaking out about it, and a lot of people are just kind of going, I guess you could say. But, hey, what can you do? What can you do? Anyways, all right. So when it comes to the article, let's kind of go over it right now, because the main thing, of course, is Wonder Woman 3. And everybody was kind of wondering what was happening with Wonder Woman 3. So here's the article right here when it comes to uh, THR. And it says, uh, Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman 3, not moving forward as DC movies hit turning point. Exclusive! Exclusiva! That's right. So they got the exclusive right here. So this is from Bori's Kits right here. So we got to, uh, you know, just got to be, you know, obviously take a lot of things with a grain of salt. I don't even know if uh, James Gunn is going to 
try to shoot any of this down, but maybe he will. But yeah, so call it DC Rebirth, call it DC Genesis. Maybe call it Identity Crisis or Flashpoint. These titles of the past DC Comics event series uh, uh, describe the state of Warner Brothers DC movies, which are on the cusp of a new era, but not before a potentially messy transition period. So talking about this... And they're talking about the duo recent uh, days flew back to Los Angeles from a snowy city of Aspen, Colorado. Uh, what are they dumb? And, what are they? Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. Now, where they uh, are hurtled in deep planning and now like holy figures coming down from the mountaintop have <laughs> sets of uh, commandments or a DC Bible in hand. Gunn and Saffron are expected to meet next week with David Zaslav, the Wonder Rose Discovery CEO, who is radically reshaping the media company and who hired the duo in October to lead a newly launched film and TV division. The pair will unveil to Zaslav a plan that is expected to lay out their vision. Although much of their plan, which insiders paint as still a work in progress and one of the one that has yet to be approved is being kept deep in the Batcave. Details of several possible paths forward are trickling out, and least one path not being taken has also been revealed. Multiple sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3 is not moving forward and is considered dead in the current incarnation. So apparently, and then look at this, guys, because I know a lot of people would probably be okay with this. And, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta look at things that are like, hey, that's a glass is half full. Oh, shit, the, the glass is empty. Uh, you got to think about a lot of things right here. But it says, uh, sources say that Jenkins recently submitted her treatment, co-written with Jeff Johns, and that Gunn and Saffron, as well as Warner Brothers Pictures co-chairs and co-CEOs Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi broke the news to the filmmaker, telling her the project, as it stood, did not fit in the new but still unfolding plans. Jenkins, of course, directed the other ones. So they're saying that Wonder Woman 3 not moving forward. And I saw a lot of people. I mean, obviously, again, all like not fully. It's, it's unconfirmed. We always got to take everything with a grain of salt, even when it comes to... The trades right here, even when it comes to the Hollywood Reporter, it's just that's just what's going to be the case. We always got to take everything with a grain of salt, but at the same time, it's like Patty Jenkins is just not having a good track record because who knows what's I don't even we don't even think that her Rogue Squadron movie is going to be happening. It, it almost I don't know what's happening. I feel bad for Patty if this is actually the case because then it's like all right, she can't complete her trilogy. I wanted her to complete her trilogy. I think a lot of us did, and we were hoping that it would get back to the more Amazonian warrior because let's face it when it came to when it came to Wonder Woman 84 regardless how anybody feels about that it was basically well I always say it was it was a it was a childhood homage that Patty Jenkins gave that put out there because she watched the Wonder Woman TV show I don't you know it's fine that she did that there's things I liked about it there's things I didn't like about it overall I was like kind of uh about the movie but it's not a stinker. I didn't think it was like a full-on stinker. It's just certain things that I was kind of like, whatever. So I'm just kind of wondering if they're like, when they saw the treatment, at least, or at least the pitch, they just didn't really like what was going on with that. And maybe they thought, you know, they licked their finger and stuck it up in the air and said, hey, well, a lot of people like it when she's, you know, really, really, really badass. I don't know. Who knows? So there's that. And then while, uh, of course... Um, you know, when that even happened, too, because remember, guys, remember that Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot actually tweeted out the other day. It was yesterday, I believe, saying that she, you know, that she has been Wonder Woman and blah, blah, blah. It was almost, it's kind of weird, the timing, if you think about it. Uh, Gal Gadot's uh, tweet when she was saying that, you know, that Mora was to come and everything and the fact that she was still wanting to kind of do it. But, I mean, it is... Um, it is interesting. It is interesting, the timing of that tweet and then this article that came out. While uh, And while costs are not a factor, insiders say that the D uh, DC Studios will not have any overburdensome financial restrictions. The studio could end up saving tens of millions of dollars by not making the third installment. Godot, according to sources, was on track for a $20 million payday for Wonder Woman 3, while Jenkins would have received $12 million. Those figures don't include any possible back-end bonuses. Warners, of course, had no comment. And I'm sure that we're going to get some comments 
specifically from James Gunn. And then, of course, this is the tweet right here. Um, so, yeah, we got the tweet where she actually said, I can't wait to share her next chapter with you. That's what I was talking about. So that's what's interesting about that. The first, which builds shuddering. Okay, we got that. One on three is closing uh, the curtain on the Snyderers and heroes cast by filmmaker, of course, Zack Snyder. They bring him. Uh, this one sees the shutting down of Man of Steel 2 with returning Henry Cavill and having no more Aquaman fronted by Jason Momoa. So they're also saying, you know, and I've been telling you guys, and then, you know, I've even, the stuff that I've been hearing is the fact that Henry Cavill has yet to get that multi-picture deal that he was waiting for. That's the thing. It's that multi-picture deal that we're like, we're, yeah, he's sitting there waiting for. We all thought he was going to get it. And then the whole fact of the matter of him being in Black Adam, it seemed like he got it, but it, apparently he got a short-term deal. And then what I kept on saying and, and what few of us kept on saying was the fact that since James Gunn and Peter Saffron are trying to figure out the Bible, it's like, all right, well, they have to figure out where they're going to place Cavill first. And now they're saying that Jason Momoa uh, might also be uh, Aquaman 2 might be his last one as well, which kind of makes it kind it's it's pretty interesting. And uh, I met Chris Wong Swenson. I, I was having a chat with him, a little chat with him about this, and he'll probably bring it up on his channel. Make sure you subscribe to his channel is uh, he actually brought up the fact of like, well, maybe they were like, hey, we're probably not going to continue with your Aquaman. Would you would you want to be Lobo? Because remember, there's still like this whole thing that was happening when it came to that, a dream project that he was going to be doing, of course, and then talking about James Gunn and Peter Saffron and everything. And you kind of wonder, like, maybe they were like, hey, would you rather do Lobo as opposed to more Aquaman? I don't know. It's all very much up in the air, but, you know, it was just kind of brought up and it was like, that's pretty interesting. These characters are uh, to cameo in Flash, the highly anticipated time travel adventure movie that is due, uh, of course, to release on June 16th. Cavill shot his part of the cameo in September, but sources say that there is a debate inside the studio as whether or not to keep the cameo and if its inclusion promises something that studio would have no plans on delivering. So that's interesting, too. Because if they are planning on just hitting the big red reboot button, why would they want to include that in there? But then at the same time, it's like, well, if they have it, you might as well keep it. I don't know, because if because from what I gather from what's going on in the story of The Flash when it comes to the Superman character and what they might be doing in that movie, why would you not want to keep that? So I remember I've been seeing a lot of people going back and forth saying that, yeah, they'll probably keep it in there as of right now. But in the meantime, it's like it, it's not going to basically lead to a lot more that's uh, supposed to be that should have been happening, like a Man of Steel 2 or something like that. I don't know. The Warner's Insider cautions that no plans have been finalized, of course, and that Flash remains un in unlocked pictures. Now, all of a sudden, it's unlocked. Uh, I mean, it's all... That's what's so crazy about Hollywood. Apparently, now it's unlocked. Oh, okay. The Cavill situation is more than a little thorny as the actor made a cameo in Black Adam, the DC-centric release in, uh, release in October. Uh, the Monday after the movie opened, Cavill posted a video on Instagram where he announced, I wanted to make it official. I am back as Superman. And at uh, that time, it was uh, not incorrect. Warner Brothers has indeed been developing a sequel and actively meeting with writers Andy Muschietti, who directed The Flash, of course, even expressed interest in sitting behind the camera for something that would have brought a tone similar to the hopeful and heroic colors of the 1978 movie directed by, uh, of course, we know who, and I know a lot of people, when they read that, they went... You know, I know there was like a lot of that. A lot of people were like, what, what? We don't want that. We, uh, yeah. Every time they, they, they refer back to, of course, the Donner Superman, everybody just kind of goes, wait a minute. Well, stop, 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 stop. So I know a lot of people, I saw that on my timeline big time. So, uh, but that was before Gunn and Saffron began formulating their new and still in flux plan. Also unlikely is a sequel to Black Adam. Yeah, apparently in the Deadline article that we're going to go over when it comes to Black Adam profiting uh, when it comes to when it came to all this is the fact that, uh, you know, when it came to Black Adam, they actually said there's going to be a spinoff for Hawkman and then there was going to be a Black Adam sequel. And apparently like when that uh, when it comes to this right here, that's not going to really happen. So, I mean, jeez, jeez. 
Ah, uh, yeah, but we'll go over that, of course. We'll go over that. All right. Um, and then, of course, despite hype surrounding the movie, of course, we'll talk about the box office because now they're saying it costs $230 million as opposed to $190 million. So that's the thing. It's like just a bunch of freaking numbers, and we just don't know what the hell is going on with these numbers. Johnson hoped to carve out a piece of the DC pie, but multiple sources say... His playing up the returning of Cavill and his own involvement with DC may not be endearing uh, may not be endearing him to the new management. He's still yet to ha- say nothing. He hasn't said it. See, we've all found it weird that Johnson has not mentioned anything about James Gunn and Peter Saffron. And what I've told you guys too is the fact that Hiram Garcia, part of his part of his team, was up for the up for the DC studios head role at one point and i think there might be a little bit of like something going on there who knows johnson and Cabo, of course are managed by danny garcia and then seven bucks theater all that stuff momoa meanwhile could emerge as a pivotal figure into the new plans according to several sources in one scenario the actor could wrap up his underwater hero blah 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 and then of course the character lobo that's just where they actually bring that up too so Yeah, so we got this, and this is what I was talking about, too, when I was talking about uh, with Mr. Swenson, um, is the fact that, yeah, maybe they're going to just be like, hey, you could be Lobo now if you want to do that, so... And uh, we got, all right, thank you, Danny, for the $10 super chat. Seriously, what is going on? I was misled uh, with uh, Zaslav. Zach always said to keep hope alive and to hold on to it. What does this mean? My heart has been ripped out. Anyway, hope you're good, Dave. No, I'm good. And, you know, don't take it too seriously. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. You really don't. You really don't know what's going to happen. So they talk about gun. Part of the plan could entail truly fresh start and having no baggage from any previous regimes as they set up resetting how DC movies and shows are made. That, however, does not take into account the possible success of movies such as Shazam, Fear of the Gods, and, of course, Blue Beetle. What the plan... Include, would the plan include forging ahead without the actors who inhabit those characters and recast them even the, even if those movies prove to be box office hits? That is the question. So, yeah, and then just talking about observers are convinced, blah, blah, blah. So that's pretty much it right there. Uh, just saying more stuff. And uh, at least for now, Matt Reeves' Batman universe is uh, alive and well. Everything's good with that. So, yeah, just a lot of stuff right here, man. I tell you what, guys, coming in and just, you know, just doing it. I tell you. Ugh. So how are we feeling, guys? Fuck me, right? Right? <laughs> so... It's all just been pretty crazy. It's all been pretty crazy. The way I look at it, though. <sighs> all right. So this is this is I was thinking about this since this article came out. And there, here's my thoughts when it comes to all this is. Um, OK, so on one hand, you still you have Gal Gadot. You have Jason Momoa. OK, you have them. And then, of course, you have Dwayne Johnson, who, of course, was like, all right, I'm going to do something. I'm going to try to do this character and do this anti-hero and blah, blah, blah. And it kind of doesn't do, it just doesn't do well. Then he, but, but at the same time, he brings back Henry Cavill Superman, which is what we all wanted. We were all just set for that and hoping for that and thought, okay, 100% he's back and everything like that. But then he got Ben Affleck. Okay. He's going to be in the Flash movie. Um, does he want to do more? And from what I gather, gathered and what other people have said too, is there hasn't been anything, any leeway when it comes to Ben Affleck. So you got the Batman situation. Then you got the Flash situation when it comes to Ezra. You know, as far as, you know, obviously we have to, uh, and thank you for the uh, $4 super chat. Sorry, I didn't see it right there, Mr. Mister Rhett. I really don't see how people think Robert Pattinson's Batman could fit in the fantastical mainline universe, and I don't see it. Yeah, it's not. that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I think they're going to very much keep that in Elseworlds. That, that, the Batman's going to stay in an Elseworlds. But, so they have the Batman problem over here, which I've talked about too. So it's like you have that. And you have all this other stuff. And it's like, all right, how much longer does Gal Gadot want to go and play Wonder Woman? So you got all these factors. That's the thing. It seems like the only one that's like really gung-ho about continuing on as the character is Henry Cavill. He's the one that's like big time like, okay, if you do that, I could be Superman. And he could probably do it for another 10, 15 years, 100%. 
But then you got Gal Gadot. What does she want to do? Obviously, she, uh, you know, she has her family. She has a lot of things. And she's all, she has a lot of things going on when it comes to her. And it's like, how many more movies is she going to do? How many movies does uh, Jason Momoa want to do as Aquaman? Or would he prefer to do Lobo, a character like Lobo, which he loves? Would he prefer to do that? The Ezra situation. And then, you know, who God knows if, like, anything was even happening with a Ray Fisher situation. We've always talked about that. So there's just all this stuff. That they're trying to, you know, it's like they're trying to put a puzzle in and they don't quite have all the pieces quite there yet. So then you kind of go like, well, the whole, you know, full on reboot after everything comes out next week, you kind of go or next week, next year, you kind of go, oh, OK, maybe that could be the case. I don't know. Um, it's just weird. It's just it's it's all just kind of strange right now. And uh, I'm waiting for James Gunn to actually tweet out something if he's going to like, uh, you know, just push against this i'm sure he hasn't tweeted anything now you guys let me know if that's going to be the case i don't know um boycotting uh black adam which had henry cavill return led to this <laughs> uh you know i don't know if there's like a lot of i just people i just think that people were not excited for that movie and it just it just felt like a a an, uh, it's not like it's a bad movie it's entertaining but it was just kind of like a nothing burger a little bit when it comes to any kind of where is the state of the dc universe right now so i think they just have all these i mean this is what sucks because we've talked about this on the vodka stream. I think Stevens mentioned it. It's the fact that if they would have just let Zack Snyder do his thing, they could have just easily rebooted by now. You know, Justice League Part Three would have been Zack Snyder's Justice League Part Three would have already come out. We've we would have already got the conclusion to his story, and they could have easily just rebooted everything right there. Okay, because Zack Snyder was yes, he was setting a foundation for sure, but he wanted to tell his story, his Superman story that included the entire Justice League throughout. And he would have been done by now, would have been done right by now. But the old regime, of course, suck. They freaking suck. That's what I think of them. But, uh, you know, they freaking suck. So now we're stuck with this mess. And now James Gunn and Peter Saffron come in and they have a mess of like, all right, what do we do? Do we try to salvage what we can or do we just do a full on reboot? I don't know. See, I think that's where we I think that's where uh, where they're at right now. You know, and I know some people are just going to be like, oh, well, I'm freaking done. I'm freaking done with this. Um, I don't know. It's just and I me, I'm just going to like, I'm just curious to see what happens. And if they're meeting with Zaslav next week to, to show off their like, hey, here's what we got. Um, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, obviously he's going to have the final say when it comes to all this. It's all just, uh, it's all just pretty crazy. It's all just pretty crazy. So uh, that's all uh, I wanted was Zach to finish his story. I know. I think that's all we all wanted. That's really all we wanted right here. You know, so it's just, it's just pretty crazy. Thank you, Rob, for the $10 Super Chat. One big problem that WBDC has and seemingly will always have is to is not listening to the fans and lack of clear vision trying while trying to be uh, Marvel 2.0 instead of uh, they're trying making movies no one asked for. Yeah, I mean... No one asked for a Joker movie, but that made a billion dollars. I mean, I always I always hate it when I when people say no one asked for this. And I'm like, well, somebody did. Somebody definitely did. You know, when it came to the Joker movie, no one really asked for that. And it was a totally different kind of Joker movie. And it made a billion dollars. So it's weird. It's just it's it's such a weird thing. The business is so weird. But yes, they should listen to fans. And yes, they should try to continue on. But I but I also can see the problem they have if they don't if they don't they have a Batman problem. They have a Batman problem. Usually, I mean, they have literally three Batman happening right now. Going into 2023, this is what's crazy. They have three Batman going into 2023, but only one is going to survive. And that's in its own universe. That's the Batman. That's part of the Batman problem. That's part of the Batman problem right there. It's just, that's what's so crazy. That's what's so crazy about all this stuff. It's just insane. Ah, man, I tell you what, it's just, it's just absolutely crazy. It's really crazy. But anyways, let's talk about Black Adam now. So we got Black Adam. This is this 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 article came out. This article came out before <laughs> this article came out before the THR article. Thank you, Mr. Proctor, for the five dollar super chat. If we can get a new DCU Batman, all I ask for is at least Nightwing and a Red Hood. 
that is all that that is all i just want to uh, to let batman have his bat family well i think like matt reeves is trying to do that right there but i think he, that's what he's trying to do who knows but here's the article right here and of course uh dwayne johnson uh let me pull up dwayne let me make sure i got dwayne johnson's uh tweet right here because you know he also of course ah what are you doing man technology sucks okay uh okay he's okay here we go so i'll have that right here so here's the article here is the uh article right here oops so here's the article right here uh well here's uh dwayne johnson's tweet he said waited to confirm with financiers uh, before I shared this excellent Black Adam news, our film will profit between 52 to 72 million. Fact. That's right. He said fact. He said fact. So fucking hard fact. I don't have that drop ready right now. Anyways. Okay. So, and then of course, at, at almost $400 million worldwide, we are building our new franchise step-by-step. First, Captain America did $370 million for the DC future. So of course, compare, comparing... Okay, Dwayne. I mean, I, I mean, of course, this is what he's going to do. This is what Dwayne Johnson does. He's done it many times. I mean, if, you know, comparing it to the first Captain America, um, I, I guess that's one way to do it. That is one way to do it. But um, when you spent like the last two, two and a half years, three years saying the DC, you know, the, the hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change and it really didn't. Well, the DC, you know, the hierarchy did change, but it was a hierarchy within, you know, behind the scenes. And apparently I don't know what's going on. It's still it's just very weird that neither James Gunn has acknowledged Black Adam and Dwayne Johnson has not acknowledged James Gunn. It's just weird. It's just weird. So here's the picture, or here's the uh, deadline article right here that says Dwayne Johnson DC pick Black Adam to profit. Here's how. So of course we we talked about it on Monday when it came to possibly losing fifty to a hundred million dollars, which was uh, the Variety article that came out, uh, and it says with a global gross of three hundred and ninety million. A uh, $190 million production cost and a uh, P&A spend between 80 and $100 million. The Dwayne Johnson DC New Line film is looking to net $52 to $72 million. Uh, all this is including, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then, of course, Black Adam rep Johnson's biggest solo opening stateside at $67 million. Clearly one of the financial models that Warner Brothers finance department had in mind when they were strategizing and the P&L on this film in a very dry fall marketplace without any temples due to the post-production log jam created by COVID Black Adam was the biggest movie. And then of course you have Black Panther that came out, but Black Panther also suffered too. I have read the claims that Black Adam will lose money. That is false, exclaims producer and financier uh, Joe Singer, who deals greatly in the motion picture slate financing. The picture may be considered disappointing since it had Dwayne Johnson in the DC film. However, the picture will break, will pass break even and throw off a bit of profit. So talking about that, and then, of course, compares to the Hobbs and Shaw. However, working in Black Adam's favor is the thriftier marketing budget to Universal's $140 million, of course, talking about that. Uh, and then when it talks about it right here, going through and then uh, Twitter, yeah, the factor in shorter theatrical windows nowadays on movies, which enables the studio to stretch for marketing dollars. PVOD for the film is hitting at a time when the pick is still in theaters and outdoor ads are still around. Black Adam is dropping on HBO Max on December 16th after a 57-day window, a long enough frame to maximize theatrical PVOD and sell through dollars. The swing factor in the net profit here on Black Adam, Warner's contends they spent $80 million global for a P&A, and, uh, which uh, would get the pick to a 70 Two million dollar surplus, whereas a hundred million dollar contended by other sources lands the pick at a fifty-two million dollar profit right there. Fuck me, right? <laughs> I mean, that drop still fits. It kind of does because I don't know. When I talk to people that I know, they say, nope, it costs way, you know, obviously they're not gonna give the numbers, they're gonna tamp down the numbers. I don't know. It's just it's all it's 
it's all you know again we're just, i wish i had the, the the drop that said you know we kill still can't see the numbers because we're just never going to actually fully know the numbers i mean obviously obviously they talk about the fact that there's uh merchandising and all that but you can't you can't add that i mean obviously yes i guess you could take everything when it comes to a film and put that in there but when it comes to box office numbers let's face it i mean it's i don't think it's like it's not a flop it's not a flop for sure but it's you know it's just very subpar i was hoping that it was going to get into the 600 to 700 dollar range and i was like thinking maybe it could reach that who knows but sadly it didn't but of course they're going to obviously they're going to try to tip they're going to try to tip the numbers to make it look you know better than it actually is let's just face it that's just the way it is that's the way the business works and when you have a big movie like this of course they're going to try to tip it to that and uh, to be honest it seems like Dwayne Johnson uh, he's just he wasn't playing ball with this whole thing. Who knows? Maybe he finally had a meeting over there and they're like, hey, man, you need to push this. Who knows? But at the same time, still not talking about James Gunn, still not talking about Peter Saffron, still not talking about the future. He's talking about the future of his DC universe, his part of the DC universe, but not talking about the overall DC universe. This is what's so weird about all this stuff. You know, and James Gunn not acknowledging Black Adam at all. He comes in, there's a DC movie in theaters. He doesn't acknowledge it. When Blue Beetle at CCXP last weekend drops the first little poster, he promotes it. He promotes it. It's all just a little weird. That's all. It's just very weird what's going on with all this. But it's one way to spin it. One way to spin it, I guess, you know, so. <sighs> it's it's exhausting to try to keep up, right? How, how tired are we guys? We all tired? I think we're all pretty pretty tired here though. Boy, it's all just crazy. It's all just crazy. All right. Let's get to the uh speaking of uh Warner Brothers Discovery and HBO Max, well, we got this right here. Uh this was an article that came out yesterday. When it came to all this, uh, this is also from Deadline. It says, HBO Max returns to Amazon Prime Video Channels, reversing previous strategy and new streaming distribution pact. So, hey, you know, you want some light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to a little bit, when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery and HBO Max? Here you go right here. Warner Brothers Discovery and Amazon have struck a new distribution deal for HBO Max returning to the streaming service to Prime Video Channels. So this will help boost, of course, all that. And then we all know that they're going to be probably distributing some animation. We talked about that last week where DC animation might be showing up on Amazon Prime as well. The agreement undoes a key mission for prior corporate entity Warner Media, which launched HBO Max in 2020, two years before merging with Discovery. Former Warner Media CEO Jason Kylar, who had a long exec stint, at Amazon earlier in his career, made it a central goal to secure distribution for HBO Max as a standalone app on Amazon Fire TV devices as opposed to having it featured as part of the channels. WarnerMedia's then-parent AT&T championed Kylar's strategy with uh, CEO John Stanky, I always find that name funny, publicly antagonizing Amazon for what he said were strong-arm tactics. The tangle wound up delaying HBO Max's availability on Amazon for months, causing the nascent, nascent streaming operation access to key new subscribers as it hit the market. Roku, another major streaming gateway, also faced a months-long uh, delay in adding HBO Max after a launch due to WarnerMedia's posture. Again, Old regime, effing it up. So the duration of the new deal is not specified in the official announcement, but sources familiar with the agreement pegged it at five years. Uh, how dare they say peg? Man, that's weird. Um, you know, language or, uh, you know, what is what's his name said? I should get that drop. Phrasing. So there you go. There's a little bit of uh, positive news right there is the fact that that's all happening when it wasn't happening before because of the old regime. You know, just try to look at the positivity here, folks, when it comes to everything that's happening. It's just going to be a crazy couple of years. Let's face it. It's definitely going to be that. But at least there's some positivity when it comes to at least that. All right. Then finally, let's uh, talk about the last thing, which uh, is, uh, of course, Avatar, Way of the Water. Um, 
This is totally just off everything else that's happening. My God. Um, but Avatar Way of the Water um, got its reactions, its first reactions when it came to uh, when it came to people seeing it. People went to the premiere, the premiere and everything. So let's just kind of scroll through uh, and let's see what's happening when it comes to these Internet reactions. Uh Spoiler alert, yeah, a lot of people just talking about the visuals and saying how goddamn gorgeous they are. So so right here we got Jake Hamilton saying, as someone who liked and didn't love the first Avatar, let me tell you, Avatar The Way of the Water blew me away. Vastly superior in visuals, storytelling, and performances. The sequel left my jaw on the ground for the entire runtime. James Cameron is the god of sequels. So we got that. Uh, Roger Riger says it's a true privilege to be partnered. Yeah, of course we're talking about that. Um, let's see, let's hear some real thoughts on Avatar Way of the Water. Yeah, incredible. It's a James Cameron limit break where even intimate feelings slam with a semantic, uh, a seismic force jaw dropping design, make a mostly CG world and cast feel impossibly alive. Even the water. Is hypnotizing. So there you go. Christian Harloff said, just saw Avatar Way of the Water. I was a big fan of the first one, and I'm a big fan of this one. Emotional and absolutely stunning. It's such a cinematic experience. I don't know if it'll win over a lot of people who didn't like the first one, but I was happy to be back in Pandora. Eric Davis said, happy to say Avatar Way of the Water is phenomenal. Bigger, better, and more emotional than Avatar. The film is visually breathtaking, visceral, visceral, and... Um, uh, incredibly engrossing the story, the spectacle and spirituality and the beauty. This is filmmaking and storytelling at its absolute best. Yeah. I never get a bet against James Cameron trying to spare hyperbole, but I, I have never seen anything like this from a technical visual standpoint. It's overwhelming, maybe too overwhelming. What? Too overwhelming. Well, I saw those 3D glasses. That's going to be a pain in the ass for me who wears glasses. Sometimes I'd miss plot points because I'm staring at a Pandora fish. Huh. Interesting. It's a monumental filmmaking achievement, striking a, a great balance between technical and emotional. The four 48 film frames per second 3D experience features some of the most jaw-dropping immers immersion uh, I've ever seen. Felt like a kid again watching T2 for the first time. Astounding. And then uh, a couple more here, or one more here. It says, might be James Cameron's sweetest, gentlest, most personal film. Possibly even the most emotional. It revisits all the greatest hits, but it's always totally sincere. He is never leaving Pandora. He loves his family. By the end, I did too. So there you go. So, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe James Cameron was just like, hey, you know what? This is how you went over the audience. Just make pretty, pretty things pretty. And they're going to be popping out. Oh. You know, it's going to be all, what the fuck? I mean, that's what the first one was like. I'm not saying like, I mean, I liked the first one. Did I love it? No. Um, but I remember that experience. See, he's trying to create experience. That's what we keep on talking about. Cinematic experience. And that's what James Cameron does. And that's what it sounds like he's going to be doing, of course, when it comes to Avatar The Way of the Water. I'm just kind of going like, all right, you get the sequel, but now you want to make like seven more? That's where I'm kind of going, I don't know if that could be possible. And it's just going to be interesting to see what kind of box office pull this, uh, this, this does bring in. I'm going to go see it for sure. I'm definitely going to go see it. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, there you go. There's the Internet reactions. Of course, I'll, I'll go over the, uh, the full-on reactions when they, when they come about. Yeah, seven Avatar movies seem like, yeah. I know. It's like they're going to end up being books or something at one point, right? They're just going to end up being books. <laughs> but I but the thing is though it's it's still it's it's James Cameron, you know? And I know a lot of people are like throwing hate at him because he's kind of, you know, he's trying to sell this movie and trying to, you know, and talking about certain things and and you know, rubbing people the wrong way when it comes to all this and they're hoping for it to fail, but you know, what can he do? Anyway, so Let's get the questions here. Um, let's see on YouTube. Let's see. We got Diamond Absolutes. Do you th uh, do you think most of the DC content Gun and Saffron are working on could likely be R-rated films and series? I think some of it might be. I don't think majority of it will, for sure. Review Junkie, OMG. This is the last thing I wanted to hear today. I really hope it's gossip. 
Uh, and then somebody said, was my comment deleted? Uh, no, just a new post. That's all. Because technical freaking difficulties. That's all. All right. So let's see. Let me look at some of this here. I mean, I, yeah, you guys pretty much. Uh, let's see. Well, we'll keep it right here, I guess. Was this the original? No. Yeah. I'll, I'll just keep the original the original uh, tweet right here. So uh, Eric Blake, G. Dave, I seem to uh, recall Gunn specifically said to not believe any scoops or exclusivo unless it comes straight from the mouth. Anyone remember that? I seriously doubt Gunn would per, uh, permit any leaks before he presents his uh, Bible to Zaslav. Screw THR's unnamed reliable sources. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Like I said, I'm just, yeah. Um, Devon Wooter. Dave, my apologies for asking another question, but damn, this is crazy for a DC reboot. Why I feel bad for Henry Cavill. He left The Witcher for Superman. This is crazy. Yeah, let's hope it actually happens. But, I mean, it seems like they could still, even if they did a little bit of a reboot, they could still use him. Caesar, what's the funniest conspiracy theory right now? The the, the gun has been a Disney spy all along, sent to destroy the DC universe and force WB to sell DC to Disney. One, or the Joss Whedon being a Disney spy sent to destroy the first Justice. I know, they're both stupid. They're not spies. Why would they not want to be successful? Uh, Ollie, I'm out if they reboot this. Love these actors. Not interested in giving my money to a gun universe. It's the opposite of what Zaslav Abdi and DeLuca were going for. I don't think that's the case. I think they were just wanting to make a cohesive universe. And they're looking at any ideas to have it. But, you know. If everybody's out, you're out. But does that mean you're going to just complain about everything that comes out after? That's what I always wonder. Ziggs, Dave, no question, but in my opinion, we might be headed for a reboot. The Wonder Woman 3 is a blessing if you ask me since Wonder Woman 84 was terrible. But I haven't felt good about DC since they changed it to DCU. Either way, time will tell, but I'm not expecting much. I'm predicting side character solo movies. There's nothing wrong with side character solo movies. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, what's going on with WBD? Anything in the foreseeable future in terms of a solid direction? Jerry Seinfeld impression. What is the deal with WBD? They come in. Are they going to sell DC? I don't know what's going on. Sorry, that's terrible. Brendan. So does today's announcement kind of make the uh, current 2023 DC slate obsolete? What reason does the general audience have to see these movies? Just to see them? Maybe they could be something fresh and unique and different and everything like that. I mean, I mean that's the thing. We all want DC to be different from Marvel. But now that people are like, hey, if I'm not going to get a continuation of all this, I'm not going to go see it. I'm like, that's exactly what a Marvel person would say. I'm going to go see all the movies just to see what happens in the story. Ronak, what's up, Dave? It's been a while. How are you doing? Doing all right. Besides the technical difficulties, if this rumor of a reboot is tr real, I'm so against it. Hopefully everything turns out well. Yeah, that's what we're kind of hoping for. JP95, if any of these hard reboot business is legit, and I want to give James Gunn the benefit of the doubt, but if it is, I can't ever pay to see another DCU film. I couldn't do it and not feel guilty. Guilty for what? Cooper Knox. All I'm going to say on the matter of this, Gunn is uh, going to get thrashed more than ever if this reboot stuff is legit. I mean, there will be a section that thrashes it, and then there'll be one that doesn't. We've got to remember that, you know, I think we think that certain sides are bigger than they actually are. RJ, I'm fine with a reboot if they can properly over some kind of conclusion to the main DCEU storyline with The Flash and Aquaman 2. I understand some people will be upset by today's news, but a clean slate moving forward is probably the best overall thing. Get him! Just kidding. Costa, THR is saying now Black Adam is 230. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I think it even costs more than 230 to be, uh, uh, to be honest. I think it did. I think it did. Jeremy, it would also erase the, uh, his own Peacemaker series. 
see there's that too something to something to uh think about right there so and then it says uh marcelo says why dave why Ooh, captain gator girl right here just said wonder woman 84 over the air cut oh my god look at her go uh-oh watch out she's like she's trying to uh she's trying to uh stir the pot right there Wrong! yeah uh, Brad Curran, how much longer till Gunn responds, do you think? That's the thing. That's what I'm kind of wondering right there. How long till he responds? So, ready for the win? Yeah, we got the hierarchy. Oh, God. Oh, the DC or disc change, not in the way that Rock wanted. Yeah. The info seems suspicious. Gunn has stated no one but him and Saf know anything about what will happen. And they aren't even presenting that info until next week. So then, where's... This stuff, apparently, yeah. See, there's all that stuff, too. So it's a lot of things of, hey, we got to be patient, like I said. I mean, I've heard stuff. I've heard stuff, too, where it's just all sounding like it's just all over the place right now. But like I said, like I broke it down right there, guys, is the fact that you have you have that Batman problem still. You have that Batman problem. And if, uh, I mean, if Ben Affleck is not all about it, it's like, all right, do you recast? Okay, then you have that Flash problem, too. You have that Ezra Miller problem too okay recast i guess or you know do how much how much longer does gal gadot want to go you know now that patty jenkins if they, if it's true that her treatment got shot down which i think some of us would actually want that because you know <laughs> guy with the ball cap was part of that i don't know it's all just crazy guys i know it's pretty exhausting it's never a dull moment when it comes to the dc universe it really is it really is not a dull moment and uh most of the time we're just we're just running our heads through the door and all that. It's just, it's just crazy. Fucking hard fact. Yeah, it's all just nuts right now. So Stephen Coder practically uh, prophesied that when he said, "Who looks more foolish, Gun or Cavill?" <laughs> I know, right? Ah, oh, man, you feel sorry for Cavill. No one listens to Keith, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, Jose. Nobody does except for all of us. <sighs> I don't know, guys. It's just, uh, I would say be patient. Let's see what's going on. I'm wondering if James Gunn is actually going to respond to all this because it's just been a crazy bit of news. You know, it, we're all just kind of wondering what is happening because first you had the Dwayne Johnson, you know, deadline article, tweet, and all that stuff saying like, hey, guess what? Black Adam's actually going to profit. But of course, you know, they're looking, they're looking at the different ways to make it look like it's going to profit as much. I mean... Uh, from what I gathered, it still costs way more than they're actually saying. But, you know, it's just what's going to happen. And did it really strike a chord where they're going to be like, hey, can we can we get to the point where we have the Superman and uh, Black Adam showdown? I think Dwayne Johnson kind of depended too much on that at, at, at the last minute. He was like, Superman, 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 Superman. And we were all grateful for it because he brought our boy back. And, uh, you know, and then we're all thinking that and I kept on saying that if Henry Cavill is coming back for Black Adam, that means he got a fucking deal. He got a deal. There's no way that it that he didn't get a deal. How could he not get a deal? And then I'm all of a sudden I'm hearing like, no, he only got you got the short little deal. And now they're waiting for the long term deal. And um, I just don't see why they still can't use him, even if they were to recast anybody else. It's like they could still use Cavill. Right. I don't know. But uh, it's all just crazy. It's all just messy. You know, we can blame we could blame all sorts of people. We can blame James Gunn. We can blame Peter Safran. We can blame whatever. Blame the people. Blame blame the critics. Blame the bloggers. Blame all. The, but we can only I mean, just blame the old regime. The old regime. That's who we blame. OK, Emmerich, Sarnoff, Hamada. Even though Hamada came on a little later, we can just blame those guys. Blame those guys because, again, if they would have just left everything alone, Zack Snyder would have concluded his story, his Superman story, from Man of Steel to Justice League Part 3, and it would have been all done. He would have had his story all done, all epic, all crazy. We could have had two other movies. Luckily, we still have, we still have Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy, That'll never be taken away from us. Never be taken away from us. But it, by, by by now, it would have been all done, and they could have just easily rebooted. 
you know, but now everything's just gotten a little messy. And now we got two other people trying to come in here and clean up the mess as much as possible. And the fact of the matter is, it's like, yes, they can listen to the fans as much as possible. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, they have to deal with a lot of other factors. They really do. I don't know. It's all just crazy. I hope that there's some, they salvage still some Snyderverse stuff, but we're just going to all have to be, uh, we're all just going to have to wait guys. We're just going to have to wait. We're just going to have to wait. So that's pretty much it for all I got to say when it comes to this. That's all. That's all. But uh, anyways, we're going to do a members only stream after this. So anybody who wants to take part in that, please do so. Become a member. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Sorry for the technical difficulties when it came to this stream today. But I think we still we made it through. We made it through. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Tevia. Yeah. Warner Brothers is in massive debt. I mean, we'll see what's going to happen when it comes to even that. So, But yeah, we got all that. And uh, yeah, I'll talk about it more, of course, on the post-only stream. So if you want to become a member, become a member. Pick my brain a little bit more. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Do all that. Hit that notification bell. And uh, make sure you're always saying the Dark Knight <laughs> returns. Dark Knight Rises stinks. Stinks. It stinks. I love you, Jose. But anyways, guys, love you, and uh, I'll see you guys in the Vodka stream. Of course, no show tomorrow, and uh, we'll, of course, be talking like talking about this with the panel, with the boys and stuff like that, so we'll be doing all that. So make sure you guys uh, be there for that, of course, at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Friday. And, uh, yeah, guys, I'll see you guys, you members, in a little bit. Everybody else, I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm.